Well, thank you so much for joining us on Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron Eisenberg and have the pleasure of moderating and hosting these talks every week. Take 10 is exactly what it sounds like. We take 10 minutes to talk about a fascinating topic. Dr. Jamie Heisman joins us on the Caregiver SOS on-air hotline, and he is a nationally known psychotherapist and expert on addictions as well as caregiving. Tina Smith is filling in for our co-host Carol Zerniel today. Carol on special assignment, and Tina runs the caregiver program at WellMed. She knows a lot about caregiving, works with the WellMed Charitable Foundation. Tina, last week, uh, we dealt with a lot of the down uh, to being a caregiver in the midst of COVID-19 and the stress of caregiving. And toward the end of that discussion, uh, you mentioned there are some positive things and help out there for people. Why don't we talk about that? I think that's good. Yeah, there are, you know, it is while we may feel isolated at times because we are at home, um, probably, hopefully not uh, connecting too much physically with with other people outside our households. There are still ways to connect online. And, and, and so that's probably one of the biggest, I guess, biggest takeaways or biggest recommendations is, is to not isolate yourself, is to reach out as you can. And I'm sure Dr. Jamie can talk more about why that's so important. Um, but, you know, there are groups such as our, our Caregiver SOS program that has online support groups. We have caregiver specialists that you can talk to just to connect our, our, our teleconnection uh, sessions where you can call in and, and hear from an expert as well as other caregivers. But there are a number of other agencies. The Alzheimer's Association has a number of programming and um, a lot of different groups, too. And one of the one of the silver linings, I guess you could say, about about this is that so much programming has moved online that if you live in a rural area that isn't close to, you know, the normal resources available, or you live in another part of the country that just doesn't have some of these resources, because these are online, we, online, we have found people kind of breaking those state barriers and joining us from other states. Uh, we even had someone from England join one of our support groups. And so uh, there mm-hmm. are um, multiple groups out there that you can you can reach out to. And so probably one of the first places if you want to connect uh, is through your local area agency on aging. They would be able to connect you to some local resources um, that serve seniors and caregivers. And so that would be my first recommendation. Uh, but like I said, I think the connection is really key to know that you're not out there doing this by yourself. You're not experiencing some of this stuff on your own and, and that there really is truly um, some help out there. How did the person find us from England? You know, I, I'm not 100% sure. I think it's actually um, we, one of my caregiver specialists leads a support group through um, a, an assisted living, a memory care facility here, and there must have been some marketing done through huh. that facility. And I was surprised. Yeah, I, I asked the same question, how in the world uh but it was like 7.30 in the evening for her. So she wasn't able to, she had to log off a little bit early. Um, she's one of the, the sandwich That's caregivers. Cool. But yeah, I thought it was it was fantastic. Like I said, we've had people from other states join us. And so that's one of those silver linings. So I guess one thing is if, you know, don't worry about, just doesn't necessarily have to be a local resource. It can be, you know, an agency in another part of the country that might be able to provide some, some support. You know, you can connect with other caregivers. I think it helps. So, Dr. Jamie, how does this all dovetail with positivity? 
Well, you know, Ron, we could probably do several shows about the approaches, the ability to reframe our words, the ability to be able to hear pain or coach people to do what Tina's saying. And positivity is always wonderful. I mean, that's a great thing. But positivity can, I always say, uh, can be toxic, meaning it can be dismissive. Um, I'm, I'm totally a person that believes in the transcendence of, of religion or spirituality of finding your place in, in somewhere else uh, outside of you. But what we tend to do too often is we tend to, I say, create toxic positivity and toxic positivity, as I said, is we can do a whole show and we should is a reframing uh, of somebody and being dismissive is telling them, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, right? Good, uh, good vibes only. Uh, don't be so negative. Uh, you know, don't stop until you've reached your goal. These are all things that gloss over that allow us to think that we're hearing somebody else and provide them an answer that maybe they don't want that answer but what they want is your attention to be hearing them to be listening to them not to discount their feelings and gloss over them well how often have we all heard that if you've just joined us you're listening to take 10 i'm ron aaron along with tina smith who is filling in for our co-host carol zerniel tina runs the caregiver programs at wellmet charitable foundation dr jamie heisman on our take 10 hotline nationally known psychotherapist specializing in caregiving and addictions as well. Uh, Jamie, how many times have we all heard somebody say to somebody, hey, pull your boots up, knock it off, take care of yourself. You're better than this. You're tough. Yeah, no help. No help there at all. In fact, we we tend to have that sort of toxic positivity and and say you'll get over it. Yes, you'll get over it, all right, or just be happy. Right. Change your mindset. Why are you thinking so negative? Listen, let's go back for a second to Nancy Reagan. And and gosh, it was a well-intentioned sort of movement about addictions. But remember when she said, uh, when we have the slogan, just say no. Right. How many heroin addicts can just say no? We gloss over the part of recovery or the disease state that it is. And so that's what we tend to do. You know, instead of saying, you know, uh, don't stop uh, until you reach your goal. Say, you know, it's okay. You know, you can breathe. You can think. You may go backwards, three steps forward. You know, what's your ideal outcome here? Engage the person in front of you, not, not to dismiss the person in front of you with these toxic positivity words. Well, addictions are addictions because they're addictions, and you can't just say no. no. Exactly. But guess what? America is, I hate to get to another philosophical sort of challenge here, but America is a country of addictions. If you consider the definition of an addiction is to do any behavior, any, despite adverse consequences, then we are all have some sort of addiction because we all continually plot on sometimes through a negativity. So we can't just have positivity as the answer. Again, we have to like start where the person in front of us is at. That's where I think a caregiver needs to take away from this particular segment is that they have to just listen, bear witness, listen to the pain, try to be there, not necessarily solve it with a silver bullet or not necessarily solve it with a cape, but literally say, I can understand why this is so upsetting for you. Uh, What can we do today that maybe brings you joy, like join in, not to dismiss people. One thing that we we tell caregivers and we've told them is, you know, have that friend that you can call that you can just vent to someone that's not going to solve your problems, not someone that's not going to give you answers or advice, just someone who will listen. That's all you need. Just, just so that you've got that chance. You know, if you're on the, you're on that side where you're having, you're struggling 
or having negative thoughts, you know, you don't want someone solving your problems or, or anything along those lines or that, you know, too toxic positivity, you know, but you just need someone to listen. And sometimes that alone uh, can be pretty helpful for you just you, to get it off your chest. You know, Tina, that, that word now toxic, you just now segue me into a toxic relationship. So you're a thousand percent correct here. You know, not only is that toxic positivity not helpful, but also we have to recognize as caregivers, those who meet us halfway, those who literally don't make us like energy vampires spend our lives out there in toxic sort of relationships. We have to realize that a good relationship, a good supportive relationship, that's with our families around us and helping with our carry or a good one for ourselves is literally to be supportive, meet us halfway, be fair, be consistent, be available. Watch out for toxic people during these very difficult, toxic times. Isn't the person Tina was describing in many ways a therapist, wasn't she? person who can listen to you, be non-judgmental, and help Mm -hmm. you deal with issues? Yes, and that's so critical. And I would suggest that what what Tina's saying is is important to find in the person in front of you. It's also important to find in behavioral teletherapy. It's also important to find in a coaching environment. We need safety. We need a place to regenerate and rejuvenate our mind, our body, and our spirit. We can only do that in safe places. So if you got a toxic person in front of you, or if somebody's dismissing you, not and you know with this toxic sort of thoughts, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. You need to find authentic people in your life that understand you during these challenging times. Bingo, you get the last word, Dr. Jamie. Thank you. (laughs) Dr. Jamie Heisman, Tina Smith, thank you both. I'm Ron Aaron. Thanks for joining us on Take 10.